Welcome into Potty Pod Football. I am Dan. With me back is Andy after a week off. Uh, yes. We didn't get you for all the discussions on the picks. We got your picks in. I went over them. But I'm interested to see the reasoning why behind some of them. Yeah. And we, yeah, yeah. we had pretty good weeks so far with our solid picks, with our locks, although you didn't, um, and with our spread. So let's get into it. The Thursday night football game, which you and I actually got to see together in person, which is cool, is Giants at 49ers. Too bad it couldn't have been a better game. Uh, Giants were getting 10, over-under 44. We both took 49ers on this one. You made it a solid pick, which was smart, although it was the under by two points instead of the over. I just didn't see how the Giants were going to score anything on this. And it was 12-30. to It was actually a closer game for the first part until the 49ers really separated, but... Apparently, players on the 49ers are kind of making fun of Daniel Jones afterwards about how bad he is. I mean, I don't know what you do if you're the Giants now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It, I mean, Barkley Barkley will be back, but I, I don't I don't see – I mean, other than drafting a, run, a quarterback, you know, second, third round, and he's good enough to start right away to offset the fact that you're already paying your quarterback so much – I, I don't see a way you get around this because Daniel Jones just doesn't seem like the guy to me. Dayball, I think he's doing as good a job as he can with the weapons he has, but he doesn't have any weapons. Uh, I like Jalen Hyatt. I think he can be good. Mm-hmm. Barkley needs to get and stay healthy. Um, the offensive lines, both both their left tackle and their it. left guard are injured, which is difficult, especially going against this team. But Crimea River. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not going to get any. You're not going to get anything from Texas fans on that. No, no, no. We just want a game with some dude named Joe off the street. <laughs> like we're we're literally like calling in stands to play center. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, people from the stands. Yeah, it's bad. But I agree with you. They, they're down a couple players. The line is horrific, and yeah, you just can't can't run that system without it. Yeah, um, the Giants. <laughs> have had 98 points scored against them in the last three games combined. Wow. They have scored I mean, this 43 kind of, points in return. You know, this just uh, reinforces kind of my theory that I always kind of laugh in, you know, coach hiring season. And they're like, Brian Dayball was amazing. He did great, you know, in, in Buffalo. And I'm like, yeah, he did great with an elite quarterback, a great offensive line, incredible weapons at receiver. <laughs> like you know what I mean, like a, a really solid defense to help him get the ball back. I'm like, okay, but like, Allen was an elite then, and honestly, he seems like he's gotten worse he, he, since he Dayball's left. Year. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I'm just saying, like, this is just kind of one of those things where I'm like, well, Dayball is good, but if he doesn't have his left guard and left tackle, yeah. he can't coach. Like, well, okay, well, most quarter, most coaches aren't going to have that, like, especially if you're taking over a bad team. So yeah. if you have to have great players all over the field in order for your system to be great, then maybe you're not a great coach. Yeah. I mean, they play the Seahawks, the Dolphins, the Bills, the next three games. They win maybe one of those. I don't see them beating the Dolphins. I don't see them beating the Bills. You, they better hope they beat the Seahawks, but I think the Seahawks are a better team. Are they playing in Seattle? Um, no, they're playing at home. Okay, then they have a chance. because Yeah, Seahawks are just really hitting this. It's weird. Uh, they, they did... Do a good job. Their, this week, both their but. tackles have been injured too. One is on IR and been out since I almost like the first quarter of the first game. Mm-hmm. 
and the yep. other one also got injured. They they're having some injury issues as well, but they are. yeah, this was ugly. We both win the spread. I got the over under. Ugh, I don't want to talk about the Giants anymore. Let's move on. Falcons at the Lions. The Falcons got three points. The over-under is 46 and a half. We both took the Falcons on this one. Um, I apparently felt confident. I took the solid just because I got the three points. But the Lions are tough. I mean, the Lions are... That defense is really tough because the Falcons have a good offense and they just could not get anything done. Final score, Lions walk away 20-6. to six. So neither of us got the mm. spread or the winner on this one. Yeah, yeah, this was uh this was an ugly game. Uh, Lions Lions played really well. I'm impressed. Uh mm-hmm. Bijan, what do you think about him now? Still really solid? Or? Yeah. No, I still feel okay. good about him. I think the Lions defense is just a lot better. I think Bri- Brian Branch is boy, that was a good pick. He is awesome. Right? Jameer Gibbs is awesome. Uh seventeen for eighty on the ground for Jameer Gibbs. Only one reception on two targets, but they they kinda didn't they wanted to say it seems like they wanted to save him. I mean, they had quite the quite the cast of runners. I mean, Craig Reynolds for for Bam Knight, who they just signed for three runs. Amon Robert St. Brown had a run. Jared Goff ran five times. Jason Gabina yeah. ran one. So I I think they got him quick and then just kind of pulled him out. I think you're gonna see more PPR from him. Maybe David Montgomery's back and keeps taking up that role. But I think I think you're right. Uh I, I did want to mention uh in the news today, Brian Branch, you know, his fine came for that hit on uh, Bijan Robinson. And he said, you know what? Screw it. I wanted him to know from the beginning, I'm not afraid to hit you and I'm going <laughs> to. Uh, you know, it's like this dude's a rookie. Like, I'm not going to let him think he's going to come in here and do what he does against college teams. And, uh, I mean, he held him. He averaged 3.3 yards carry. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and he had four catches for 27 total yards. So he was pretty effectively taken out of the game. And once he did that... Tyler Algier had seven carries again, so they really, they're intent on splitting their carries. Yeah. Uh, but he only averaged 1.7 yards a carry. Um, and then in the passing game, uh, the tight ends dominated the the targets. They had 17 mm-hmm. targets, 10 catches for about 78 yards. So for, that's between Jonah Smith and Kyle Pitts. Uh, Drake London had two whole catches. <laughs> uh, the next best receiver had one catch. So... Uh, they're just not going to utilize receivers in the system. And, and I was really surprised that they grabbed Rajon Robinson. I still liked it. I liked it. I thought it was a great place for him to go. But I, I really thought they were going to grab Smith Yigba or someone like that in this draft. I'm, I'm really shocked they didn't go receiver. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't appear to be what they want to do. I don't have a problem with it because there's there's not a lot of Bijans that come along. I mean, LT mm-hmm. is the last time you might have seen something like that. And this is a... It, Arthur Smith likes, you know, 21 personnel, two tight ends, and running the football. You saw last year, he likes running the football. And honestly, yep. I don't know that there's a ton of trust in Desmond Ritter yet, maybe in the future. He's 21 for 38 for 200 yards, but no touchdowns or interceptions. And I think he had a few fumbles, too. Yeah, he, yeah, and, a, yeah, he lost a fumble as well. So, and a bunch of those were uh... – no, I don't want to say a bunch, but some of those uh, were little screen passes. So, yeah. Um, or at least the attempts were. Which also so, means you don't trust your quarterback too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I'm with you. I don't think, I don't think they think he's there. Honestly, I, I'm wondering if. I mean, we'll see next year, but I don't. I don't. Ex- I don't know if I expect him to be the quarterback next year. Yeah, yeah. There's I, there's so many good quarterbacks coming out in the draft this year. 
that I could mm-hmm. see them moving on. Uh, yeah. They play the Jags next week, and if the Texans showed you anything, it's that they are very beatable. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. And then they play the Texans after that. So those are going to be two kind of show-me-what-you-got games. And um, that's going to be interesting. I think the Falcons are still a team on the rise. But, you know, of course, it, it comes down to the quarterback. Everything else, I mean, they are, other than edge rusher, but they make up for edge rusher with how stout the interior of that defensive line is with just big veterans. And that secondary is strong. I like Troy Anderson at linebacker. And it's not like their their pass rushing is bad. It's just, Arnold Bichetti's young. Bud Dupree's kind of kicked around the league for a while, but that secondary is unreal. Falcons have a good defense. The fact that they kept the Lions to 20 is actually pretty impressive. Well, let's talk about a shockingly better game, <laughs> okay? <laughs> which we did not think would yeah. be a better game, which was uh, the Colts and the Ravens. Yeah, uh, You and I, they, Colts were given seven and a half points, and you and I were like very confident of the Ravens, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I even made it a solid pick. You did. I didn't feel confident um, I, in the seven and a half, but I thought, I thought it'd be a good game, but I thought the Ravens would win by like 10. Yeah, I, I'm just, yeah, I'm really surprised. So the Colts ended up winning. 22 to 19 in overtime with a field goal. Um, impressive. <laughs> I just, I didn't think they had that in them. Uh, Michael Pittman went off nine catches for 77 yards. Uh, Josh Downs did an uh, even better job than we thought. Eight, eight catches, 57 yards. Um, I think you were a little higher on Downs than I was. I, I, I think he's good. Yeah. I just didn't think he would be able to do as much as he's doing as a rookie. Yeah. Um, you know, but I think part of that has to do with the fact that they had a different quarterback. Um, so Gardner Minshew of Minshew Mania came mm-hmm. in and, uh, he did pretty well. 27, uh, uh, completed passes out of 44 attempts, 227 yards at a touchdown, no picks, which is a big deal. Um, he did take five sacks. So that was, that was not great. And why the score was as low as it was, but Zach Moss, man, the second week in a row came in and, and looks like a really great running back. Um, are you surprised Dude, by that? Well, the biggest thing is the, not the fumbles, because one of his biggest issues was he fumbled a lot. And of all the fumbles mm-hmm. that were in this game, which was five, he had none mm-hmm. of them. And there's, I mean, the volume, it's it, it, the, I mean, he averaged four point yards a carry, you know, 4.1 yards a carry, which is, that's fine. If it's a, you know, you want it at least around four on 30 carries. And I, the Falcons are also, oh, I'm sorry, the Falcons, the, the Ravens, I'm thinking of, different birds they're also just super i think it's gonna take time for the ravens to a gel with the new offense like the new offensive scheme but also to get healthy um they're odell beckham ronnie stanley their tar- starting left tackle tyler linderbaum their starting center are all injured justice hill is injured so the melvin gordon is taking carries and then on the defense side two of your best secondary people marlon humphrey and marcus williams are out jason always injured they're just beat up right now, and I think they will get right. It probably win this yeah. division, but you may be right. Time. I just I, I I feel like I guess maybe they're just they're really balancing passing and throwing, but it felt like they were running the ball way more than I expected, um, which I guess is fine. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not like he wasn't effective. Uh, Lamar Jackson rushed 14 times for 101 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Obviously a great job for any running back, much less a quarterback. Um, but, I mean, they threw for like 36 
Uh, Army rushed 36 times and threw uh, attempted 22 passes. So that, that was no, odd. Attempted to me. 31 um, passes. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty. I mean, passes. that seems pretty. That's pretty even yeah. down the board. Yeah. Um, I will say his target. Uh, his his target seems. I mean, Zay Flowers caught eight of ten targets. Mm-hmm. Aguilar four of four. Mark Andrews four of five. You know, so uh, you know his running backs got involved, but Rashad Bateman. Uh, I think he had two big drops yeah. and then one six yard catch. Yeah. Um, he's not looking. He looks like the odd man out. Yeah. Yeah. I you think know, in, he that, is. in that receiving core. Zay Flowers looks awesome. Yeah. What, Zay Flowers looks way, like did, he's going to be really good. Did Odell Beckham get hurt? Yeah. He was hurt going into the game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I didn't see him on the on the stat sheet. I remember not seeing him much of yeah, the game. Yeah. He's got a okay. small knee issue that they said he'll, he should be fine in like a week or two. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I'm still I'm still giving time to the to the Ravens. The Colts, the Colts are what they are right now. They're kind of a franchise that's in disarray because of bad ownership um, and a new coach and a new quarterback. And so we'll see what they end up being because they're also having their injury stuff. I think we get Anthony Richardson back this week, so we'll see what that looks like. But uh, yeah, that one goes into overtime. Wins by a field goal, twenty two to nineteen. It was. I this wasn't one of the ones I got time to spend. I, I kind of jumped around. I didn't get to see a ton of this game, but yeah, it's surprising that that one got that close. You got to be pretty down on yourself if the Ravens two and I mean two and zero oh, and they lose to this one. They have the same record as the Colts. That's rough. Let's move on to Bills at the Commanders. The Commanders are getting six and a half. The over under is forty four. You and I split on this one. I felt good on. It. I even put some money on it. Uh, and boy, did that suck. Uh, I took Commanders and over. You took Bills and over. It's 37 to 3. The Bills dominated the Commanders. And you and I kind of talked about this going into the season is this is what, or at least I said this, because I've been a high on Sam Howell a lot. And I said, look, this first season, he's going to look awesome and he's going to have meltdowns. He's probably going to have two to three meltdown games uh, this season. And we saw the first one 20 for 32. Or, I'm sorry, 19 for 29, 170 yards. Four interceptions. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that is a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest test for for him all season will just be what happens next week. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, can he bounce back from it, from it or is he just shut down because of it? Um, and that's that matters a lot. I mean, even AJ Epinesa got an interception. My yeah, God. Yeah. Trey White. Got a pick six. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Bernard, the linebacker. So uh, they they forced some fumbles. Uh, the Bills were all over the place. I think they got. I think I saw they had thirty three fantasy points for a defense. Oh, wow. That is wild. Yeah. yeah, that might be the b- biggest I've ever seen for a for a fantasy team. Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, it was a beatdown. It was an epic beatdown. Josh Allen destroyed them. Uh, really, really, the Bills' defense is what destroyed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Allen played more just fine football. Yeah, he had forty six rushing yards and a touchdown so that was big that he did a little bit on his own but uh 20 to 32 for passing 218 yards a touchdown and a pick just wildly mediocre um cook looked a little bit better than before he's looking a little better every week uh james cook you were definitely higher on him than i was um in my eyes the dude was just undraftable because i did not like how he looked last year but he was a rookie um yeah so We'll see. Yeah, we'll I, see think, going forward, I think he'll be good. I, I think there, there are other running backs that could do better behind this line, but I think he's done pretty well, and I think he'll get better. 
Um, but I, man, I tell you, I'm you're yeah, you're right though. Stephon Diggs goes out, this team is sunk. Their yeah, defense I've been is saying much better, that. but yeah, it's just you. I mean, twelve eight for twelve targets. Mm-hmm. They they had to go receiver, and the fact that they didn't is mind blowing. Uh, and you're seeing why. They I mean, ca- they kind of did with Dalton Kincaid, who was really more of a receiver. But you're not. I, I also thought he'd be they? ready to go right away. Yeah, how, how's he looking? <laughs> yeah. Two catches through for three yards. I mean, yeah, caught both I, his targets. Yeah, three yards is not ooh. good. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like a shovel pass. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I don't know, man. I, even if they didn't draft one, the fact that you had DeAndre Hopkins just sitting out there and you couldn't lure him. That scares me. Hey, dude, he went uh, to the, the Titans. That guy was looking for money and nothing else. That's true, because, my God, he's on his third team and third third tank year in a row. So, yeah. Uh, man. But, uh, but yeah, they, they needed they need to go after a receiver. I wouldn't be surprised to see them potentially try to uh, try to trade for one. But, uh, you know, I think they need to win another week because uh, they lost both weeks in a row, right? Were they 0-2? Uh, no, they're 2-1. Another two and one. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, I, I think they should definitely look into trading for a receiver pretty quickly. I tell you what, I would go to the Vikings and try and get KJ Osborne. I like him. You know, that's it's not terrible. Yeah. It's not a terrible plan. Yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, that this one I whiffed on that bet, but I actually did. The other ones I put money down on, I've done well. I I made my money sure. back and then some. I've got one more game tonight that we'll get to later. Uh, but next is Patriots at the Jets. The Jets are getting three points. The over-under is 36.5. We both took Patriots on this one. I took the under just because I did not see. I thought it was going to be a very defensive game. Both of them have good defenses, and neither of them have good offenses, and that's what it ended up being. Final score, Patriots win 15-10. to 10. Uh, So total score is 25. We both got this one on the spread. I got the the under on that. Yeah, I didn't see... Wilson being that bad, so bad. I mean, <laughs> I mean, not good, not good, but not that bad. That was, woof. That was that was just hard to see. Um, I have to, I'll, I'll say it. Uh, I know it's early. It's the where we're two week, three weeks in. Um, Zach Wilson is a waste of time. Yeah, they, they need it. I don't care who they trade for. I, I almost anyone that I think will be better by about week six. You know, whoever they trade for won't be great next week. But you know, by week six, uh, whether it's a, a Davis Mills or a of uh, you know Gardner Minshew after you saw what he did you know some some kind of veteran quarterback that could come in there and just not lose you games uh, would be big and I feel like Zach Wilson is just so not good he's aggressively not good. <laughs> the problem, though, uh, Andy, is they the so if if they could and about mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks I think they could probably trade for Kirk Cousins. Their issue is going to be where does they don't have a lot of room in the cap. Because they just paid Quinn and Williams a ton. Correct. They're paying uh, a quarterback that went second overall a ton, and they're paying Aaron Rodgers a ton. There's not a lot yeah. of money to go around. And then with all their first-round picks, just think about that. I mean, they had Sauce Gardner, uh, Brees Hall, Jermaine Johnson, all in one draft class. First-round picks are expensive. Dude, I'm not convinced that Jacoby Brissett or Terod Taylor off their couch isn't better. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm really not convinced they're not better, but uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Apparently Matt Ryan and uh, Carson Wentz's people reached out to them and they're like, no, no, we're good. 
which to be fair, which to be fair for those yeah, guys, they're I think, correct. Yeah, which to be fair for those guys, uh, they're probably right. Maybe they can go get Keenan Allen to be quarterback for him. He did pretty well this past weekend. But, <laughs> he didn't do bad for the Chargers. Yeah, but on both sides, it, it's just bad quarterback play. I mean, good defense, bad quarterback play, and just this was a. I mean, I watched some of this game, but it was hard to watch. Uh, they almost come down with a hail mary at the last second by the Jets by Zach Wilson. It gets bobbled. But man, if that's what you're, why not just do that all game long? Yeah. If you can't score, you, just bomb it and just hope for the best. That's exactly right. But I'll tell you, Christian Gonzalez looks really good. Yeah. He's looking good. Yes. For a rookie man. Oh, good, good job, good draft pick by those guys. Yeah, yeah, we loved him uh, going into it. Him and Devin Weatherspoon yeah. were like, you could take either one. It's gonna, you're gonna be fine. Yeah. All right, let's Absolutely. move right along because that game makes me sad, and that yeah, is yeah. Titans. At the Browns. The Titans are getting three and a half. The over-under is 40. I almost bet this one. I should have. This was my lock. I took the Browns and under. You took the Titans and over, you fool. And I made this one of my solid picks. Uh, (laughs) Dude, the Browns are good. And I I know you shared that meme or that gif of uh, Deshaun Watson making that ridiculous play. The worst play of the... uh... But, the NFL era. He had yeah, a bunch of good ones. Like we started to see see little glimpses of old Deshaun. Uh, final score is three to twenty seven. Touching somebody, so they were nowhere near where they needed to be. So it was. I got both of those the the spread and the under on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was twenty seven for thirty three, which first of all is really good. Two hundred eighty nine yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. That's a solid day for a quarterback. And then four carries for sixteen yards. But he was. I mean, he was getting out of the way. Uh, I mean, he got out of a few moves that just looked like old mm-hmm. Deshaun just in the pocket where they just could not be tackled. Jerome Ford stepped right up. Um, 10 for 18 on the ground. Not great. Got a touchdown. Uh, and then two for 33 and a touchdown through the air. He, it didn't look good, but to be honest, against this Titans defense, that's kind of what they're going to be. It's going to be hard to score against them. But mm-hmm. you're going to be able to shut them down very easily. Ryan Tannehill, 13 for 25, only 104 yards. Derrick Henry, who was the player I picked up in my Vampire League last week, as you and I are testing that out, 11 for 20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, age has caught up to him, my friend. <laughs> I, I think that offensive line has caught up to I him. I know, I, I know. The dude's getting hit like three yards behind the line yeah. of scrimmage. Uh, yeah, they're almost... Uh, yeah, they're almost tackling him during the handoff, <laughs> which is hard to believe. Uh, yeah, that that's awful. I mean, Tajay Spears, four attempts, six yards. So they both average their whole rushing force averaged less than two yards a carry, which is abysmal. Brian Tannehill got a hundred yards uh, passing. So yeah, I don't know how anyone expects to win like that. That was that was horrific play uh, by the Titans, and I knew they were bad, but dear God. I thought I thought their defense would at least have a little bit of a personality <laughs> coming in there with Miles Garrett and, and I'm sorry but against Miles Garrett, uh, but I mean that uh, Vrabel led defense they're doing nothing. That, yeah, that's the, just... the defense is not bad, but they're on the field all the time and they're worn out because the offense is. I mean they're on. Mm-hmm. It's three and out. It's three and out. It's bad three and outs, and then they're gone. I mean I don't know what the offense. I don't know what the defense can yeah. do because they're actually like they're doing pretty well, but the offense just gives them absolutely nothing. I mean, thirteen completions and fifteen carries—that was the entire offense. That is wild. I mean, 
Do you think they're intentionally tanking at this point? No. Certainly not the... No, certainly... The thing is, where would they you... shouldn't. Where would you <laughs> get the tanking? Like, where do you get the whiff of tanking? It's certainly not from the coach or the players. Because Vrabel ain't going to... That ain't going to happen in Vrabel's system. And I don't think that happens in most places. But they went out and got D-Hop. I mean, you know, in the offseason, they mm-hmm. added him. They've drafted Will Levis in the second because I guess they thought he was good. So they're looking for the future. They're not tanking for mm-hmm. a, wah, wah. a quarterback. Yeah, that is going to be a womp womp. No, I think that is what they would be doing. I, but I agree. With you. Uh, to be totally honest with you, I, I, I kind of say that tongue in cheek. I don't think, I don't think anyone truly tanks. The uh, there are head I, I offices think, that do, but not players. Uh, yeah, yeah, not players and coaches, so, and well, sometimes coaches. But yeah, I, I don't think this was an intentional tank. But they're definitely heading that direction. At some point, by like week six, seven, they're going to be like, "Hey guys, let's start selling off some assets." Yeah, um, like DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, but all right, all right. Yeah, that was a that was a brutal beat. I lost that one big time. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it. Um, the next <laughs> game, this one, this one was so ridiculous. Chargers at the Vikings. The Vikings yeah. are getting a point. The over under is fifty four. I took Vikings and over. You took Chargers and under. So we split right down the middle. But to be honest, I wanted nothing to do. Did you feel have a strong feeling about the Chargers, or did was you just kind of took one? Because I I didn't want this either way. Because I thought kind of. I thought it'd be a shootout, and whoever has the ball last would win, which is kind of what happened. I didn't mm-hmm. think both teams would be actively trying to give the game away the entire time. So I'll, I'll start with a bit of irony. I said to myself, "Self, this is one of the last times you'll have all three of these receivers healthy." Uh, I was right. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Uh, yeah, I, I thought that they would have a big game. I don't think that I thought Keenan Allen would get 215 yards receiving with another 200 yards going to Mike Williams and Palmer. Uh, dear Lord, uh, that was a, that was an epic beatdown. Uh, by the way, Quentin Johnston, not doing much. Uh, no. But, he, he, well, he's going to have his time now. Yeah, we'll see after uh, this week. Yeah, and this is all without Eckler. So uh, Joshua Kelly came in for Eckler, and uh, he put up a pretty interesting stat here. 11 attempts for 12 yards. Yeah. <laughs> he got 12 yards. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, so, so, yeah, so Herbert uh, threw it 40, connected on or 47 times, connected on 40 of them for 405 yards. That is a shellacking, <laughs> if I've ever seen one of the Vikings defense. Vikings did pretty well, too. I mean, Cousins, he's a really good quarterback. He's, you know, he threw for 367 yards, three touchdowns, and he got picked off trying to force one towards the end there. Um, yeah, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. Well, that one got bobbled. I don't know if that – it looked like it True. was right there. Yeah, Herbert, yeah. three touchdowns, no interceptions. That's wild. And then Keenan Allen, one for one for 49 yards for a touchdown, which has got to be the best QBR yeah. of the uh, of, the week at 100. Of the year. But, yeah. <laughs> but, man, yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you had Keenan Allen on your uh, on your roster, you, you're pretty happy at the end of this week. Yep. Also, I just want to point out that there is a calculation that can – Max out at one fifty eight point three. For QBR, came up with that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's for. That? Oh, that's for the rating. Yeah, yeah. That makes no <laughs> yeah. sense to me. Yeah. Um, Cracks me up. Yeah, the, yeah. That was a. I knew that would be good. I, I just I thought the Chargers were going to come up with that. I did. I, I thought they're. I'm, I'm going to be honest. A little bit that they were due, and I thought that their weapons were were a little superior. I love Justin Jefferson. I like Hawkinson. But Allen and Williams together, when they're both healthy, 
I mean, look at it. They had 336 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're elite. They're just never healthy. But and that's the thing. Like it's always that time of year for Mike Williams to get injured, and this time it's a season-ending one. And you yep. got to kind of move on from him because he's just. I mean, the biggest ability is availability. He never is. Is it career-ending, or will he get a really small contract next year? I mean, someone will get him just because wide receivers that size who can produce when healthy are one thing, and someone will probably overpay. But he's gonna I have would, to get paid by the by the game played. Yeah, because like he is just he's always injured. Um, yeah, I went Vikings in this one. I didn't I, I didn't trust either of these teams not to throw it away, and it just happened to be the Vikings that just I mean they wanted nothing to mm-hmm. do with it. Yeah, it, it, there were I mean, so it was many bad plays. It was a four-point game. It was a four-point game. But, but uh, they, I mean, Chargers, like, the, one of them was Chargers. It was fourth and one, and they go with it for some backup third string. Like, I think it was Isaiah Spiller rushed it, didn't get it. Yeah. This was, I yeah, mean, that it was, was just some, the play calling didn't make sense. Brandon Staley's not a good coach, and that's the thing is he's got to go. I, I like Kevin O'Connell better, but, man, he's got to have better talent. That offensive line can't protect anybody. That defense is worthless. Mm-hmm. This was just – it was ugly by both sides, and I think the Vikings are going to start selling. I bet you they trade Kirk Cousins before the season's over. I think they do too. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next one, which was a doozy. Broncos at the Dolphins. The Broncos <laughs> are getting six measly points, and the over-under is 48. We both took – To the... start this. Yeah. Hold on. To start this, I just want to point out – uh, Sean Payton wouldn't take the Texans job because that because he said over the Zoom call he could tell they were a dysfunctional franchise. Sorry, continue. Right. <laughs> so we both take Dolphins and over. We both make the solid picks because the Dolphins are probably the best team in the league right now. We were both right. They won seventy to twenty, although it wasn't that close of a game. Uh, it wasn't because they stopped it. I mean, they put in their back their backups at in the third quarter. They took a knee. At the end of the game, instead of kicking a field goal, which would have given them the most points ever scored in an NFL game since the merger. Yeah, that was a class act. Yeah, I like Mike McDaniel. I went down a rabbit hole of like watching clips of him just talking uh, earlier this week. He's He's just hilarious. Um, And the Mm -hmm. Broncos, I will say this. The offense looks much better. Russell Wilson looks much better this year than he did last year. But that that defense is a abysmal like they are really really terrible yeah and i mean not on paper (laughs) like they shouldn't be i'm not saying they're like elite but on paper they should be a decent defense not not an elite defense but a decent one uh they're not what did i mean they didn't lose anything from last season they added zach allen Mm -hmm. they added drew sanders like i don't understand what they're missing they got patrick Sertain on this team like, yeah, like this is an elite team, and yeah, they're just this this coach somehow made them worse than last year, which I think last year he called Nathaniel Hackett the worst NFL coaching he job did. in history. Yep, yeah, and he's done a worse job. Yeah, so that's that's impressive, especially considering, like you said, they added from last year on both sides of the ball. So that was shocking. Yeah, Russell Wilson, twenty three for thirty eight, three hundred six yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, Cortland Sutton looked good, eight for ninety-one and a touchdown. Marvin Mims, three for seven, like he is really good, three for seventy-three, and then he returned one, I believe, for a touchdown too. Yeah, Cortland yeah. Sutton though, man, two fumbles, lost them both. That's that's an issue. Yeah, that is an issue, and 
I mean, Russell Wilson not doing good. Uh, the uh, who was it? Someone from the Dolphins. Uh, oh, Xavier Howard, I think. Uh, he was kind of vocal and he said, you know, when you're down, you know, 40 points, <laughs> he's like, the fact that you left Russell Wilson in was disrespectful oh, to Russell yeah. Wilson. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, so now he's calling out the coach, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Pretty impressive that he's Sean Payton's wrong. even been called out. Yeah, for being so bad. He's not wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So on the other side, basically, if you started a Miami Dolphins player on your fantasy team, you probably won. You won. If, if you started <laughs> all, if you would, you could, if you would have started Tua, Raheem Mostart, Devin A. Chain, Tyreek Hill, uh, you would have won. Like, there's I no started way. Mostert. No, oh, you lucky <laughs> What am I? Yeah. So Tua goes 23 for 26. First of all, just just the fact mm-hmm. that he's that he started off, I think it was 17 completions in a row, which tied wow. the record. Uh, 309 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Mike White comes in, throws in a, a touchdown because everyone gets one. Uh, Raheem Mostert, he started 13 carries for 82 yards and three touchdowns on the ground, but then another seven for 16, a touchdown through the air. And boy, Devon mm. A. Chain, your boy, who you loved going into this. Yep. I was just down. I was like, he's too small. And then as soon as he got drafted, the Dolphins were like, oh, no, that's the, that's the right answer because they just speed on speed on speed on speed. 18 yeah. carries for 203 yards and two touchdowns on the ground, four receptions for 30 yards and two touchdowns through the air. Four touchdowns on the day. That's unreal. Yeah. For that's both his your first running NFL backs. game. That's Isn't wild. it? I don't think he played last yeah. week. I think this is his first NFL game. Robbie Chosen uh, Anderson got a touchdown. One reception for 60 yards and a touchdown. It's amazing. <laughs> he really did. Yeah. I mean, it's like they just couldn't – it couldn't be stopped. I mean, it was it was unreal. I, honestly, like if this was cheating because they knew the, the play calls or something along those lines, they'd have made it more believable and slowed down. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is, this is clearly just an ass whooping. <laughs> and uh, it was – it was pretty funny, and I, and I part of me has to wonder if because you know a lot, like we say it was a class act not to kick the field goal. He also had the ability to you know try harder to to just you know run 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 and run the the ball like straight through the middle. I'm not gonna uh, for that but, though. Yeah, no, but part of me wonders if it was because that they got a first round pick for Sean Payton, <laughs> and he's like, no, yeah, is he that good a coach? Here you go. <laughs> the Dolphins got a first round pick for Sean Payton. No, 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 no. The, the Broncos gave up a, a first round oh, pick to Sean Payton. Okay. Like, like, oh, you think he's that good of a coach? Yeah. Versus, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it was, yeah, that was, I mean, they're such a good team. And you, you watch, their guys are so fast. They spread the field out so mm-hmm. much in such a in such a quick amount of time that a lot of the passes were just, I mean, it was right into the middle. They spread out the, all the defenders, like just up over the linebacker, and in between the safety, and there was always someone there they could just dump it to. Now, you can say that's the Broncos' defense for this, but they were just always giving them. I mean, it looked like a cover two shell most of the time, but they just couldn't put a cap on them. And the yards after carry were just insane. Nine for 157 yeah. a touchdown from Tyreek. Unreal. That's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to The Dolphins are just fun to watch, too. They're going to have a good game next week against the Bills, but then they get yeah. Giants, Panthers get a good run of Eagles, Patriots, Chiefs, and then Raiders, Jets, Commanders, Titans, Jets, and then Cowboys at the end. So, uh, Tell me how you feel mm-hmm. about this, if you were the Bears. Uh, 
They just got uh, – uh, the Broncos just got demolished by 50 points, 50 yeah. points of a spread, uh, and they're only two-point favorites next week against the Broncos <laughs> yeah. at home. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, if <laughs> you're the Broncos, you got to be – You're like, so you think we're 48 points worse at yeah. home? All right. I do. <laughs> oh, man, if, if, at least. Um Let's move on to the biggest, most important, best game of the entire week. Texans at the Jags. Yeah. Texans getting a whopping nine and a half points. Won't need it. Over-under is 44. You and I, we know better. We took the Texans in over, and we were both right. The final score, 37 to 17 against the Jags. It wasn't even near that close. Uh, the Jags just like could not get a rhythm. Like They just looked like they were like a half second off on absolutely everything. Lots of drops from wide receivers. Calvin Ridley had some bad drops. He only goes three for 40. And after that first week, he's looked not good at all. Uh, You and I were both very, very high on him. Travis Etienne, 19 for 88, which is pretty solid. Um, Another four for 50 through the air. He's still good. I'll say this. He just gets better, yep. I'll I'll, I'll say this. uh, Ridley? Uh, he had, only had three catches, 40 yards. But uh, even though Derek Stingley was out, Steven Nelson has been mm-hmm. an incredible cornerback. Agreed. He's been our top corner. Uh, so, and then Jimmy Ward was back, up and out in the slot and as a as nickel corner so, uh, instead of safety this week. Uh, so that really kind of stymied the passing attack there. Um, but Etienne did a pretty decent job running the ball. Uh, you know, despite us knowing they were going to run the ball for mm-hmm. most of the time. So, uh, yeah, I just I thought Etienne was still impressive, even yeah. though the stats weren't eye popping. Uh, well, I mean, he had 138 yards of scrimmage, so yeah, they were eye popping, <laughs> I guess you could say. But uh, yeah, he 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 really impressed me. The, the Jags still impressed me. They just had some things go terribly wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Will Anderson uh, blocked a punt, and they got to return that most of the way. Uh, which he did get capped off by a touchdown. A fullback um, ran back a punt on you. About to say, <laughs> we, we made history. Texans made history twice this game, not a joke. Uh, yeah, so that touchdown run by Andrew Becker, fullback, the kick return for touchdown was the longest run by any player in the NFL over 250 uh, pounds. <laughs> yeah. He was a big man that ran that far. Uh, so that was pretty impressive. That's uh, that was that was a Kay Adams stat <laughs> she she threw out this morning. Longest longest run ever by a man over two hundred over two hundred fifty pounds. Uh, so that was a huge run, and it started with a bobble catch. Uh, so they picked it back up. Everybody ran towards a loose ball, uh, and and left their lanes unprotected. So he was able to run to the sideline and, and run all the way up. So yeah, a couple different things that happened there that aren't going to happen in, in every game. So I'll actually favor the Jags next week. Uh, against the team they're playing, but the Texans have just had their number for a while, and it just seems to be one of those, you know, like the Colts had the Texans for a long time. It's just one of those rivalries where uh, it doesn't matter who how good other teams are. Like the Texans and Jags are going to play each other hard. Yeah. And the uh, the other the other history historic stat, uh, C.J. Stroud, uh, number uh, top in the NFL for most completions without an interception. Yeah. Um, number two behind him was significantly behind him in completions, which is Ward Moon, uh, and he'd been playing in the Canadian Football League for years. So yeah, he uh, you know yeah. So uh, really impressed 
with what that kid did with one out of five starting offensive linemen in front of him and to still has thrown has not thrown for a, a, an interception four touchdowns over 900 yards 121 completions zero interceptions yeah that's impressive yeah no he is doing very well so the he's at 121 pass attempts with four touchdowns zero interceptions yep. the record is 211 set by kyler murray in 2019 uh before that was 176 by Derek carr in 2014 and it tied with Dak Prescott's for 2016. So just something to keep an eye on. Games, right? Or that was through like four or five games. Oh, yeah. So, you're not, well, no, it was yeah. 211 passes in one game. It was the greatest game of all time. Shut up. <laughs> I, my point is uh, in three so far, Strata's the record, but you're right. Like he's got to have. he's got to have a couple more really good games in order to beat those records for most ever. So you're right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that works out. But I mean, the dudes, dudes playing stellar. Um, I, I would, unfortunately, I would say my uh, my guess would be that next week is where he throws his first pick because you're going to have Nick and Fitzpatrick right over the middle mm-hmm. and two incredible pass rushers with just unfortunately still a really bad O line. Yeah. Uh, since we don't get Howard and Tunsil back till the next week, so yeah. well Tunsil may be back, but uh, Howard still won't be back. And, so, and they'll uh, be rusty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think he probably does throw his first pick next week. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm learning quickly not to count this ca- kid out of anything. Yeah, and the receivers are looking good. Nico Collins, big game last week, only two for 34 on three targets this week. Uh, but that's mm-hmm. fine. They probably put, uh, oh, what's his name? That's C.J. Anderson. I can't think of his. What's that? I can't C.J. Think. Stroud? No, I'm trying to think of the Jags. Tyson Campbell? That's right, right? The quarterback, yeah. yeah, Tyson Campbell. They probably had him on, uh, on Nico Collins. So Tank Dell, five for one forty-five and a touchdown, and looked really good. Yeah, I mean, I, I I love that Stroud is taking what you give him. You know what I mean? So Dell had some open, you know, uh, it got open quite a bit. So he got seven targets, uh, five more receptions for one hundred forty-five yards and a touchdown, like you mentioned. Uh, Nico was, they were really doing a good job to double cover. Um, and so he had only three targets, caught two of them for 34 yards, but Robert Woods again was clutch, man. He made some catches that were, it's just a great combo of just perfectly placed football. And then Robert Woods being willing to catch it when he's just about to get tattooed in the head. (laughs) You know what I mean? and, And he's taking some brutal hits. Pierce, made up one at the beginning of the game where he caught, I want to say it was like a seven yard catch kind of spun through traffic to get another three yards, which is really impressive. Uh, despite getting hit instantly when he caught it. Uh, and then Mechie got a couple ca- catches. So that was good to see a couple catches for old John Mechie. So that was his, his kind of start to the NFL. Um, unfortunately, uh, Cotoriano and Schultz spent almost the entire game uh, blocking. Schultz yeah, did have a touchdown, you know, hit him in the happen. hands, you know, so that was frustrating to see Schultz drop the a touchdown. But uh, they'll get him more involved, I think, as you get Howard and Tunsil back on the outsides. I think you're, I think you're really going to see a difference with Schultz suddenly running more routes across the middle and getting a lot more involved. So probably like week six, I think you see a lot more of Schultz than you're seeing right now. So if you're in fantasy, buy low. <laughs> yeah, and I tell you what, this defense, this team. In the second half, they get to play the Cardinals, the Jags, the Broncos, the Jets, the Titans. 
they're yeah, going to get wow. some wins under their belt, and they're going to look like a different team because, I mean, they, when they start getting a little bit healthy, they're going to be dangerous. Yeah, I really think so too. I mean, the, people people really don't outside, and they shouldn't. But outside of Houston, yeah, I don't think they really understand how many key players are hurt. We have so many key, key, key players out these last couple of weeks in a row. Where you know, you it, it kind of cracks me up. I'll see another game like, well, you know, Kelsey was out, so yeah, of course they were going to lose or not play well. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we got nine starters out. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and, and you're seeing that. You see those excuses. Obviously, the Mahomes and Mahomes. But I'm seeing that excuse with all kinds of other teams across the NFL. They're quickly making, well, they got two starters out. And it's really tough to make up for blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we got nine starters out. With a rookie quarterback and a, <laughs> with uh, a, rookie and a new coach. Yeah. New OC, new head coach, yeah. new receivers, <laughs> and we're still doing it. So, yeah, that's really encouraging to see them doing that despite, you know, the problems they're having. So hopefully, uh, I'll say the other, before we move on from this, the other really encouraging sign is uh, Patterson. Jarrett Patterson is playing pretty yeah. solid. I mean, yeah. he's not amazing, but he's playing pretty solid for a six-round pick as a rookie center yeah. that didn't get training camp. As the starting center, Juice Scruggs did, uh, and 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 split that with Quesenberry, not with <laughs> not with uh, Patterson. So mm-hmm. like, he's doing a really good job, and if he keeps playing at this rate, I could see him kicking the left guard yep. and being a real competition threat for Josh Jones, who was also playing a little better than we expected. Yeah. Um, so yeah, th- this O line could end up solidifying by about week six seven to a pretty promising O line. Yeah, agreed. Uh, moving on, the Saints at the Packers. The uh, Saints are getting two points. The over-under is 42. And you and I both took Saints and over on this one. Neither of us really... Uh, for, uh, we didn't put solid picks to, next to it. I didn't really want anything to do with this game because I wasn't really sure how it was going to go. How did you feel about it going into it? Well, I didn't feel like uh, Derek Carr would get injured. <laughs> yeah, uh, Which he enough. did halfway through the game. So 16 of the... Uh, pass attempts were by Jameis Winston. Uh, that was disappointing. Uh, I think the Packers kind of got away with one. Uh, I don't think, I don't think they're as good as they're playing. Uh, you know, uh, win loss records are showing at least. Um, but but I will say, in their defense, they, he Jordan Love is doing this without Christian Watson as number one receiving threat. So yeah. uh, Romeo Dobbs has really stepped up. Although I will say he was only five catches out of twelve targets. Yeah, that's not uh, great. Uh, they, although he's got. You think about it, that he's the only one they have to really focus on. I mean, a little bit Jalen Reed, but uh they've got yep. the, the Saints have really good secondary. Yeah, yeah. They're playing like Dubs is the possession receiver and reads mm-hmm. that 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 uh that out route down the line, uh a blazing uh receiver and then they've got Musgrave over the middle. So they're it's actually working. They're playing pretty they're playing okay. Uh this week only eighteen points, but it was against the Saints defense, which is really good. They um, are. So, and, re- and again, that secondary, like Marshawn Lattimore is yeah. legit. Alante Taylor is starting to look really good, the second-round pick they got last year. Yep. And I forgot yeah, Tyron right. Matthew was on that team. Yeah, the old Honey Badger. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, they've got they've got a pretty solid team. And, and you know, their they're receiving core, Michael Thomas was really starting to get fed by, by Derek Carr and mm-hmm. Alavi, of course, still. So they had a lot of things going, but it looks like what I thought I saw was that Car car's injury is not as bad as they had feared at first. It's an AC but I think sprain. Yeah, so he, he, I bet he still misses two weeks. Yeah, maybe not. 
Yeah, I think but right I, now they've I, said it could be between two to four weeks. Oh, is that what they've said? Two mm-hmm. to four now? Okay, I mean, that's, okay. that's the first initial thing that, you know, they're going to look into it more. But it's not like Derek Carr was doing I mean, the, the Packers have a – the thing is, everyone's focused on Jordan Love. The Packers have a really good defense right now. Like, they are playing yeah, very well. Four sacks. Yeah, they're playing well. They've got a good run game. They're going to get Aaron Jones back. A.J. Dillon, boy, he – I thought he was mm-hmm. going to end up being really good, but he's been kind of doo-doo. Um, <laughs> he really is. Yeah, So they and they weren't really sure who the second back was. They tried Keyshawn Nixon and Emmanuel Wilson, Patrick Taylor. I think Patrick Taylor's probably the one they end up going with. But, yeah, they're, they're a little bit nicked up as well. David Bakhtiari. Was also their left tackle was also out of this game. They've been he left halfway through the game. Yeah, they had injury bug as well. I think they had five starters out. Yeah, uh, Christian Wilson, soon. David Bakhtiari, Eldon Jenkins, their left guard, Aaron Jones, their running back, and then Jair Alexander, who is their lockdown corner, were all out for this game. And Vanessa is injured as well. But Rashawn Gary is a man. Yeah, he really, yeah, he got three sacks, uh, three tackles for loss. Uh, he was a monster. <laughs> against the Saints this week, um, and then their uh, their their secondary was playing pretty well. Yeah, uh, even even Corey, Ball- Corey Ballantyne, former Texan, yeah, uh, uh, practice squatter. But uh, yeah, good for them. I mean, like I said, they they managed to eke out a win, and now they get. I believe I saw Christian Watson is expected to practice this week, uh, so I think he's back. Uh, there was like some hope he'd be have been back this past week, but to no avail. Um, and I think the Packers play the Lions, so they're going to need them. Uh, they're really going to need them, in fact. Uh, yeah. And so this could be their first loss. Uh, They've already had but, a loss. Uh, they lost to the Falcons last week. No, did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you know what? That you was know, a close okay. game, too. Yeah. Lost by one point. And to a, a Falcons team, I think, is despite what happened to them against the Lions, a pretty good team. But, yeah, I think the Lions are going are gonna to give, uh, give them hell this week. But then they get the Raiders, the Broncos, the Vikings, the Rams for whatever <laughs> that's worth, the Steelers, who I think will be better, but still trying to figure out who they are, the Chargers, who won't have the same head coach that they do right now. So they've got they've got a schedule that is manageable. You think they won't? <laughs> you think I, they'll dude, be a midseason I, fire? I don't. I'm surprised they let them on the. The the tr- the plane the on the plane. way home. Yeah, after this one. Yeah, uh, we did have one prop bet that we forgot to talk about last game with the Texans, and that was Nico Collins over under 113 and a half receiving yards. Uh, it all went to Tank Dell, so it was under. He only had 34 yards in this game, so you won that one. And the next game has a prop bet that I have: the Panthers at the Seahawks. Panthers are getting six point over under was 42. You and I both like the Seahawks on this one. I like the mm-hmm. over. I thought it was going to be a high-scoring game. You took the under and made this one of your solid picks. Well, you were right about the solid. We both got the uh, the spread on this one. 27-37, the Seahawks win. Uh, and this is a Panthers team that goes out with Andy Dalton. And I'll be honest, they looked a lot better with Andy Dalton going in there. They did. They did look a lot better. And, you know, part of it is he seemed to rely on the veteran receivers instead of, like, uh, looking for uh, Mingo. You know, and, and uh, which Mingo played ninety-seven percent of snaps prior to this game, uh, which is which was, I believe, the highest amongst rookies. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this week it was the Adam Thielen and DJ Chark show. I will say, I was impressed with the DJ Chark catch because I gave him uh, poop all off season for not being great. And I still mean, he's great. He went four for eleven. So, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, now a lot of those were errant passes, but. 
He did make one catch where he just put a nifty little spin move and then ran it in for a touchdown and just absolutely like decleated a, a corner. So that was that was good by DJ Chark. Adam Thielen, eleven catches, hundred forty five yards and a touchdown. Yeah, uh, he he tanked Eld. He did take Eld. <laughs> didn't think, didn't think Thielen had that in him anymore. Uh, so that was that was good to see. I like Adam Thielen, so I'm happy for him. Uh, I think a little competitor in me is upset that uh, right, uh, an idea of Bryce Young being better than Stroud because we didn't get to have him. So with Dalton throwing, I was totally fine with all that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, after seeing Stroud now, I'm fine with all of it. Like I, I'm really, yeah, I mean, yeah, I never was rooting yeah. against Bryce Young. But yeah, you're hoping you no, get the I'm better not, I'm really quarterbacks. Not. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the um, other side, Geno Smith, 23 for 36, 296 yards, touchdown, interception. Uh, this was really Kenneth Walker kind of just – had a great game. Kenneth Walker show. Yeah, 18 for sure. carries for 97 yards and two touchdowns on the ground, three for 59 through the air. Yeah, he was uh, he was back to his old form, which honestly I think is going to be the norm. Uh, I think this is going to be this this is how they should have been playing. And uh, yeah, so and Zach Charbonnet got nine carries though. Keep that in mind for 46 uh, yards, granted, average five yards a carry, and I, that's yeah, what's going to be yeah, is these two are just this is going to be a really good one-two punch. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, Noah Fant, I feel like this is the most he's been involved in. Yeah, I know. Time. Yeah, five five targets, four catches for 41 yards. Um, that's, honestly, that's probably that missing piece that they've needed. I, I feel like they've needed more of a tight end threat, uh, especially when you got these two guys that can go deep and lock it in Metcalf, uh, and you got a good running back, but you didn't never really have too much of a threat over the middle. Uh, Smith Nygba is trying to become that a little bit, um he's just not there yet he had one catch for 10 yards uh Noah Fant I think that that did a lot for them having that threat there yeah um on the defensive side Tariq Woolen mm-hmm. was out Kobe Bryant was injured I think Jamal Adams was also out so it's Devon Weatherspoon and man it, he looked good two pass deflexes 11 total tackles like he was all he was all over the field there was one interference yeah. call I think that was on him that was uh if I remember right it was kind of could have gone either way but he looks like the real deal and not surprising. I mean, Christian, what was it? Christian, I can't even think of his name now, on the Patriots. Gonzalez? Christian Gonzalez and Devin Witherspoon. Like, it was like 1A or 1B. Like, who to just pick your poison. And it looks like that's going to be the case. They are both solid, solid guys. Um, what do you think about the Seahawks long term? They're 2-1 and one now. Uh, you know, um, I think long term they're going to be fine. Uh, I, they're in a division that's winnable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just really confused by it. <laughs> I think it's a weird word choice, but I'm really confused by what the Rams have done <laughs> and how they've done it. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? They've got a great coach, so uh, shouldn't be. But I, I think they can still win this division. Well, um, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 49ers, yeah, they have no shot. Uh, but they, I think they're still going to be winning a lot of games. Uh, they've got this home field advantage in Seattle. Uh, they've got a power running attack. They've got threat at receivers. Uh, I think overall, long term, they're going to be fine. Uh, I really like Jordan Brooks uh, in yeah. the middle of the field, Witherspoon, and, and if they get yeah, uh, Tariq back, uh, the other secondary is going to be solid. But um, yeah, I mean, I think we're just going to see more of the same. I really wish they still had just one more pass rusher. Um, yeah, I'm with you on that. You know, Boy Mafe did okay. Uh, Jaron Reed did okay, but really, they need like a true pass rusher. Um, maybe Moffat just keeps keeps doing well. I mean, he got a tackle for Los Angeles sack, so that was good to see that. Yeah, I'd like to see more at him. Uh, Seahawks have Giants, Bengals, and Cardinals for the next three games, so it could be interesting. I tell you what, I'm not. Oh, I'm not marking the Cardinals down 
as a win as readily as I was before after the next game. Cardinals have hosting the Cowboys. Cardinals getting 12 points, which is the most second most on the week. We'll get to that. And the over-under is 43. Uh, you and I both picked Cowboys. I picked over. You picked under. I thought the we'd see some stuff from the Cardinals, maybe some uh, trash time points. You made mm-hmm. this your lock and your solid pick. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, shut up. But, are, but if you're, if you're, <laughs> I think the whole world did. <laughs> if you're in the mood for a warm cup of irony, the uh, Cowboys actually needed 12 points to cover instead of the 12 points they gave to the Cardinals. So that's fun. <laughs> uh, it was the over by one point, and so you also lost that way. Well, here's the good news. I got to mark myself safe from hearing Whedon boys all week. Oh, uh, yes. so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I I mean, I thoroughly – this is kind of like how I always bet against the Texans. So, at least if I lose, I, I won some money, <laughs> <laughs> even though my soul is crushed. Uh, this is the same for the Cowboys. Uh, you know what? Uh, good, good. They lost. Uh, but Tony Pollard, uh, still the stud yeah. that I thought he was. Um, 23 for 122 on the ground. Yeah, Brandon Cooks, man, they could not get him the ball like they wanted to. He had t- two catches on seven targets for 17 yards, yeah. but uh, that was really more on Prescott than Cooks. Um, but uh, Prescott yeah, did not I mean, look good in this. He didn't. He he really didn't look good to me. Like it shows 25 completions on 40 attempts, but I'm, it was worse than that. Yeah, <laughs> like his play style looked worse than that. The the, the misses were big misses. Uh, he had some wide open players that he missed. The Cardinals, Connor just whipped that butt. Um, well, James the interception, Conner. Dak Prescott, one touchdown, one interception, yeah. and that one interception was a walk-off that yeah. sealed the deal. It was bad. It was right in the middle of the the end zone. There was three Cardinals there and one receiver, and there's yeah. a few others. He got lucky that weren't intercepted. Yeah, you're right. No, no, you're 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 dead right. Um, I actually benched uh, uh, Connor <laughs> because it was the Cowboys' defense. Yeah, I don't blame long. you. I don't blame you. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, man, he's oh, can he overcome that? Especially if they're trying to tank. But you know what? Josh Dobbs is not trying to tank. Seventeen no. of uh, completions out of twenty-one attempts. That's solid. Yeah, that is solid. He against took two the, sacks against the Cowboys. Yeah, touchdown. He was running the ball. Six carries from fifty-five yards. He was running like a man out there too. Like he he's very happy to have his chance to win now, and he's working hard at it. So yeah, I was I was happy for him to see that. Um, they got Rand- Rondell Moore. A little more involved in the run game, which I was impressed with. Uh, he had three carries for 54 yards and a touchdown. Um, he's fast. He's fast. <laughs> like, I'm glad they're finding other ways to get him involved. Uh, and then, uh, the, wasn't he a rookie, Wilson? Yeah, Michael, uh, Michael Wilson. Wilson. That's the guy yeah. I liked out of Stanford, but he had injury yeah. issues coming out. I, I was telling you, if this guy can yeah. stay healthy, he's going to be really good. But two receptions, two targets, 86 yards. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really, really solid play by him to uh, to to get them the win. Marquise Brown, sixty-one yards and a touchdown. So yeah, overall team win, um, and against a really, really, really good opponent. So I'm I'm happy for the cards. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, I tell you what, Gannon is making the most out of what he's been given, and it's impressive too. Like if they continue on this path, there's a lot of good candidates for coach of the year. Uh, he's got to be thrown in that mix so far to be this bereft of talent and to beat the Cowboys and to be in some of the other games that they played. I yeah, mean, they were only a field goal away from the Giants game. And four points from the Commanders. Yeah. Boy, yeah. they play the so, 49ers next week, these poor guys. 
<laughs> well, no one, no one's winning that game. <laughs> yeah, but then they get the Bengals, the Rams, which they'll play tough. They got a t- oh, I tell you what, they've got a pretty tough schedule. Though you look at, oh, though they get to play the Bears, they'll be fine. There's a double. Not until the end of the season, but yeah, there's always a silver lining. But yeah, these guys are. I'm rooting for the Cardinals because, especially against the Cowboys. But bless their heart. Um, the next game, the Chicago Bears go to Kansas City and take off. Take on Taylor Swift. Twelve and a half points to the Bears over <laughs> under forty seven and a half. You and I both took Chiefs and under on this one. Um, the under over is the only thing I was questioning. The Bears are absolutely god awful. It ends up the Chiefs end up winning ten to forty one, but it really wasn't even that close. I mean, it was what was it, it was thirty four to zero at halftime. Wow, wow. The Bears didn't yeah. score until the fourth quarter. Yeah, Swifties enjoyed that, as they said. <laughs> oh, that was Patrick. annoying that they kept showing her and all the and all the the jokes. I mean, I get it, but uh. well, Patrick Mahomes is tweeting about it at halftime. Oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, "I don't know who wanted uh, was it Kelsey to uh, catch that pass more, uh, Kelsey or the Swifties?" <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Funny. Yeah, yeah. That, that pretty was mild great. game for him, actually. Seven for sixty-nine and a touchdown, but you really didn't need. Anything from I mean, when Clyde Edwards Hilaire looks good against you, 15 for 55 and a touchdown, and good is relative to Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. But I mean, they, <laughs> every, I mean, everyone was getting targets in this. Like everyone got a little piece. And the Bears are so bad. 11 for 22 for a touchdown and interception for 99 yards for Justin Fields. Like, He's better off just running it. He ran 11 carries for 47 yards. Like, this is really, really, mm-hmm. really, really bad. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll say one of the standout thing takeaways I had from this game was that uh, Rasheed Rice uh, was number two targets behind Kelsey. He had yeah. seven targets, five catches, 59 yards. So that's – they're starting to kind of – you know, for a rookie – that's pretty good by week three. So I, I, I still think by about, you know, week seven, eight, I think they're going to start getting that chemistry together. And he won't be Tyree Kill, don't get me wrong, but uh, they'll have a legit receiving threat out there along with Kelsey. And then, you know, that's just going to make uh, Mahomes even deadlier. <laughs> yeah, this is – yeah, I, I agree with you. You were high on Rasheed Rice going into it. I thought it would take him a little longer to – to, to be good, but it seems like they're utilizing. I mean, this is the right offense to get good fast. I don't. Do you see the Bears winning a game this season? I don't see where it is. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying they can't stumble across one. Uh, anybody can stumble across one. It's the NFL. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't see where it is. Uh, Fields is just such a bad thrower of the football, which is something you <laughs> tend to want in a quarterback. <laughs> Um, He's the best throwing can... running back, but probably one of the worst throwing quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. In fact, I don't know, but Lamar Jackson might be a better throwing running back. But uh... <laughs> you, you are still, uh, but... yeah, you still don't like Lamar Jackson. I, that's still wild to me. Like, I don't know what else that man's got to do for you to like just give him. Credit. I don't. I don't dislike the guy. I don't dislike the guy. I'm just kidding. Does he owe you money? Uh, I don't understand. Maybe. Uh, yeah. But, uh, eh, all right. Yeah, that's that's all you got to talk about. Though. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Next is the Sunday night game, Steelers at the Raiders. The Steelers are getting two and a half points. The over-under is 43. 
you and I, same level on this. Steelers and under. I uh, made this one of my solid picks. And I was right. I thought the Steelers would look a little bit better. But 23-18, to 18, the Steelers end up winning this one. Um, mm-hmm. It's an ugly game. I don't know why the Steelers are this this bad. Najee Harris. I blame Najee Harris. The dude can't run the football these days. What is happening? But I mean, Jalen Warren man? is struggling too. He's getting thirty point six yards mm-hmm. a carry, as is Najee. I, it's, I think that offensive line needs to gel a little bit more. Now they addressed it in the off season, but it's hard that for is offensive what it lines is. to come together like right off the bat and start. I mean, you got to think they've got a, a two new guards, a new tackle. Although he's, they show him as being second string. Although I thought I saw him out there a little bit more than Broderick Jones. Um. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, I, I mean, I don't know. Broderick Jones isn't better than Dan Moore right now. I guess they don't think so. But yeah, the the Steelers got to figure out. They got to protect because it seemed like every time they snap the ball, the other team is in their backfield um, almost immediately. And the Raiders are not that good to be doing that to people. That, that's that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo threw three interceptions. That alone should have guaranteed yeah. uh, that the Steelers were going to win by a lot, but uh, it did not. Uh, Devontae Adams, just man amongst boys out there. Mm-hmm. 13 catches, 172 yards, and two touchdowns. He had a lot more out there, too, that was left on the table. targets. Yeah. Like I said, more on the table, though. Yeah. Uh, Jacoby Myers did well. Um, I, You know, Garoppolo did well to get 324 yards and a couple of touchdowns, it's three picks that uh, yeah. really hurts him taking four sacks. It, can't blame him on the four sacks against this defense though. I mean, you know, I get it. Um, Steelers, the other side though, Kenny Pickett, uh, you know, I heard a lot of like willing him to a win. Okay. <laughs> I think the defense willed them to the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny Pickett managed to put up some points anyway, uh, but it, it wasn't very exciting. Um, well, like I you said, the, like the, the run, running game can't get going. It's just, they, you know, one of them was that, that bomb to Calvin Austin. That's what I was about if to he, say. Yeah, 72 yards and a for touchdown that, from that. Otherwise, these this looks a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what saved this game. Uh, so, Not and, a you fun know, game uh, to watch. Very Boswell boring. sinking those, uh, you know, that 57-yard uh, field goal yeah. didn't hurt either. So, yeah, yeah, overall, uh, what week is next week? Uh, the Steelers are going to Houston. Uh, J.J. Watts being honored and into the, put into the ring of honor at halftime so that uh, T.J. can be there for it. So that's pretty cool. Um, hopefully they don't have their coming out party that week. <laughs> yeah. I will say one thing about the three interceptions from Garoppolo. So it, it, sure. they think he played most of the game with a concussion, which he, he you know that's on him to kind of say. I, I, it didn't look like he was concussed. Yeah, leave the game, dude. Yeah, yeah. he did leave. But, he, I mean, he came back and played. But they said they thought it was a knee injury. That's the part that blows my mind. Somebody knew he had a concussion and yeah. put him back in, uh, which is criminal. Honestly, it's criminal. It, it's it's. I don't want to say it's, you know, it's not attempted murder. <laughs> it's almost attempted ALS. Like like you're 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 potentially going to give these players horrific future consequences because what you wanted to a chance to potentially beat the Steelers by a couple extra points. Like, take the dude out. You saw what happened to Tua. Just take the dude out. I yeah. don't get that part. Yeah, Raiders are going to continue to be bad. I'm trying, let me look at their schedule real quick and see. They got – oh, no, they'll be fine. They play the Chargers next. <laughs> so that could go either way. Um, <laughs> the Packers 
I think we'll give them trouble with that defense. The Patriots will definitely. And they get the Bears. Oh, man. Everyone gets two bye weeks this year. All right. You know, if I told you that uh, the Bills, the uh, uh, Chiefs, the Texans, and the Seahawks were all going to get 37 points or more and almost be half of the highest score this week, <laughs> you would not have believed me. Yeah. Uh, this, I mean, we've we've had a lot of bad, not bad, but less fun games to watch the first couple of weeks with these defensive battles that are nine to six, and you know, going into the fourth quarter. And uh, this was not one of those weeks. This is if you like offense, this was your week, man. There was so many touchdowns to be had. Yeah, uh, unless you're a Falcons or Commanders fan. Tonight we have the two Monday night games, which is terrible. I hate it. Give me one, and that's all I need. Uh, Eagles you shut your mouth. at the Bucks. No, I don't want that. And they stack them, so they're both going on at the same time. Eagles at that the Bucks. The Bucks are giving four and a half point. Are getting four and a half points. The over under is forty five and a half. Uh, you and I split right down the middle. I've got Bucks and over. You got Eagles and under. I think the Eagles will win it, but I think the Bucks uh-huh. will cover. Uh, and so far, just so you know, for this week, I got my lock. You did not. I'm three for four. On this one, I need to. You are three for five on your solid picks, so I can only. The worst I can do yeah, is why tie you. Have you. One less pick. Oh, you pushed one. Well, because I have the Rams Bengals. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Which gotcha. hasn't happened okay. yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for gotcha, prop gotcha. winner, you've got yours because I. Oh no, Panthers QB over or under one and a half interceptions. I went under. He threw zero interceptions. We push. Um, we also push on the winner spread, and I'm up. I went up four in the over under. So, and I was up five. You were up five. So we'll see All what right. it looks like after this game. Uh, I think. That, I mean, yeah, I'm taking the Bucks. I think they're going to cover. I mean, I'd be wearing some. It. I'd be puckering kind of through the whole game, but I think the Bucks are good. I think that Eagles secondary is hurting, and Baker can throw a, a pretty deep ball to two really good wideouts that love going deep. I think they're going to be all right, and they've got a good defense. I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, yeah, I think it actually is too. I, I don't love having to bet this game at all because um, the Bucks are outperforming uh, expectations. Eagles are kind of underperforming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not excited about this. Uh, Rams Bengals also. Like I, we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, I, I'll tell you, I love the two Monday football night um, Monday night football games, and because you got three chances to watch a game on Sunday, I know very few people that can watch all three. Red zone, <laughs> you know, baby. Something. What? Red zone, baby. Yeah, oh no, screw that. I hate the red zone. Uh, but you've got. I mean, that's that's the thing. Instead of seven games on red zone, I'm going to watch eight. That doesn't make a difference to me. But on Monday night, if I tune into a Monday night game and it sucks and quarter in, all right, I lost Monday night football. Yay! Uh, now this gives me backup game. <laughs> if the Rams Bengals is terrible and the Eagles Bucks is good, great. I got a game to watch. You know, so that's that's it for me. Is uh, I hate watching Thursday night and Monday night football, and they're both bad. I'm like, ah, you know, nothing else I can do in this time. So, anyway, fair enough. Uh, yeah, no, that's reasonable. I that's actually yeah. a very good explanation, and uh, I'll allow it. Yeah, thir- but I get two on Monday night because Thursday night is, I think Thursday night is actually bad for football. I don't but, like uh, I don't like Thursday night. Yeah, not a fan. No. Uh, moving on to the next game, Rams at the Bengals. Rams are getting two and a half points. Over under is forty four. 
We split yet again. I have the Rams and over. You have Bengals and over. I've actually made this one of my solid picks, and I put my own hard-earned money on it that the Rams will cover in this one. Whoa. Although I think I got three points. Uh, at when it, it, it adjusted and went to three, I was like, all right, I'll take that. One thing is they the head coach for the Bengals, Zach Taylor, still said, we don't know if Joe Burrow will play tonight. And this is just like, what, two hours before the game starts? Yeah. That's that's huge. I, I don't think he does. I think it would be it's reckless to put him out there. I think if they do put him out there, he gets injured pretty early on into it. And I think he's going to have to sit out for like four to five weeks. Ugh, yeah, I want to switch to the Rams, but it's too late. No, it's too uh, late. You just do it. When I took it, when I was took it, I was hoping he, uh, he was playing. But uh, oof, 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 oof. Who's their backup? Remind me. <laughs> Yeah, I don't uh, Travis Browning, I think, is his name. Let me pull it up. No, Jake, it's Jake not. Browning. It's Jake Browning. That's worse somehow. Yeah, <laughs> he is twenty-seven years old out of the school of Washington. He uh, oh. was a free agent. Oh my god! So was a free agent and picked up by Minnesota in twenty nineteen, and then has bounced around between free agent and practice squads about 20 times between Minnesota for two years and then Cincinnati for the past two years. So, yeah, wow. that should be good. Alrighty then. Yeah. yeah, that'll be a barn burner of a game. Uh, you know, I got Pukanakua playing, though, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I've got him in my Vampire League. You, yeah. you think Cup comes back this year? Think who? Cup does? Cup. Maybe I'm at the you, end, I'm you will. maybe at the end, but I think you're, I don't think cup is cup anymore. I, I think you may be right. Yeah. I, I think you may be right. He, he's, he's someone that I have to reckon with when he goes out on the field, but I don't think he's going to put up anywhere close to the numbers he used to put up. So yeah. Yeah. But man, Rams are All fun right. to watch. They're rolling. So good luck to everybody tonight for those games we'll be back on thursday with our picks for week four. Oh, it's so exciting i love week four because week four you kind of know who the teams are you're going forward from there on out first two weeks it's hard to call the games. it's hard to set your fantasy lineup after that it all kind of smooths out you kind of figure out who people are don't play any bears and then you kind of figure out how to do it so looking forward to week four until that time may the acls be with you and also with you